When I visited Jerusalem in 2013, one of the places we went to was a church in the southwest by the slopes of Mount Zion called St. Peter Galakantu. Literally means St. Peter the cock crow. It's got a rooster on top of the church, a place where Peter is known to have denied Christ by the fire as he is going into his trial by Caiaphas, the high priest in the Sanhedrin. It's also said that that same location is the site of Caiaphas's house, his mansion, and that after Christ was tried and had to wait until the next morning to go before Pilate, that they put him in the caverns and caves underneath Caiaphas's mansion. There is a huge pit that goes into the ground that you can see to this day, and it is likely there that Christ was bound, waiting for the dawn of the next morning, which was Good Friday. We often think of the, the suffering of Christ beginning with a Good Friday and the carrying of the cross and, and his, his scourging, but we, we sometimes forget about Holy Thursday evening where he was spat upon and kicked and punched and bound and cast into a pit. Already halfway entombed, And from that place, Christ would have prayed. We see Christ praying in all kinds of ways throughout the gospel, but we remember today that Christ's prayer was so often made up of the Psalms. He prayed the Psalms and himself fulfilled the Psalms. And on this Friday, I want to go through with you some of the verses of Psalm 130 that we heard today. It's one of the seven penitential psalms of the church. Our antiphon was, if you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? And we often pray this for ourselves, meaning like, Lord, if you would, if you would mark my sins, if you would t- tally them up, I could not even stand before you. I am a sinner, Lord, I need your mercy. But imagine, if you would, Christ praying this from the pit. He is the sinless one who is interceding on behalf of us sinners and the nation of Israel. He's preparing to offer his life. So with that in mind, listen to some of these stanzas. We begin with, Out of the depths, out of the pit, I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my voice in supplication. This is Christ crying out to the Father, desiring to have the Father's mercy unleashed and poured out for us. Those depths symbolize the the watery depths of chaos, being like storm-tossed in the ocean, like no firm place in sight. This is where we find ourselves in sin as human beings. We're in the watery depths, about to be shipwrecked, no place to hold on to. Out of the depths from the pit, Christ calls out for us. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, Lord, who can stand? But with you is forgiveness that you may be revered. All of us in the pit cannot even stand up inside of it because of the wound of our sin before we were saved. But your Christ does stand up within the pit. He can go before the Father for us. And he knows that with the Father is forgiveness and that he himself will be the channel that the Father gives this forgiveness to 
men and women, and so will be revered. I trust in the Lord. My soul trusts in his word. My soul waits for the Lord more than sentinels wait for the dawn. Let Israel wait for the Lord. This is Jesus who is waiting like a watchman, waiting for the dawn of the next day to come, where he ardently desires to lay down his life for us. He is waiting for this new dawn where the light of God will break forth even in the midst of the murder of God. His soul is trusting in the Father. He will commend his soul to the Father. He trusts in the Lord and wants Israel to trust in the Lord. For with the Lord is kindness, and with him is plenteous redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all their iniquities. Christ fulfills this psalm in one way, by turning it from a psalm of a sinner begging for pardon, trying to hope in the Lord in the watery depths, to one of victory. That with the Lord there is plenteous redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all their iniquities. Jesus, as he prays this, knows deep in his being that he will be the means of which God redeems the world. He himself knows that he will be the Savior of Israel. He will be the one through, through whom plenteous redemption is given. And there is no sin that the Father cannot forgive. On this Friday, as we reverence the passion of our Lord and give thanks for his offering, let's remember Christ in the pit praying for us. Let's remember him taking our place on the cross. Let's remember him trusting in the Lord and crying out to the Father on our behalf, interceding for us. Let us not be slow to ask for God's mercy and to repent of our sins. But let us listen to this psalm and let us wait for the Lord in hope.